0: February 21st, 2015. It's a lot from Pedro's show. Here we go, on, here we go baby. Make a Show, hey, brother Matt. Hey, how's it? We're back. Back at the Love Grotto on the Pleasure Point here. Uh, kind of great, Pedro, but sun is burning off clouds. and yeah. rain tonight?
1: Maybe an air raid tonight.
0: Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> You know, he was at the thing I met your Yeah, mom, yeah, I
1: Steve's asked. a good dude. I like him. Is he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: he's cool. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why. You know, it was called Gaffy Street Pool, but it can't be that. It's got to be a yeah. rookie because we got a... The, their original history,
1: yeah. But people A-Rookie. know it's Gaffy. Can't hide that.
0: Probably because where it's at, but I got to meet Brother Matt's mom, she in fact is the lady that got this project going, the reopening of this pool we got in town. They're going to restore it and all this, taking money from a settlement. I guess when uh, Todd Shipyard got bum rushed. Yeah, uh, China
1: Shipping moved in and they had some uh, creature hassle or something that they got to pay. No way, impact. You know, just put Environmental it in, deal, push
0: it in. They what well, you call it a uh, de facto. what are you gonna do about it? I'm well, gonna take some bones and do the pool. They got plenty of bones.
1: Thank you for. Uh, yeah, she, what she call herself Mother like, Maddie. <laughs> That's
0: what she said. She's beautiful. Anyway, it was her plan, and they had cats who swam in that pool. Some older people and that was around those days there was also the ground uh, the peak uh, for the Alta, this, yeah, Alta uh,
1: Vista Pietro. Alta Vista Alta Sea Alta Sea yeah. have
0: got a Marine Institute
1: yeah, it's not just cool. uh,
0: you know Promenade Mall and Cinemax crap and mm. we're going to actually get something that's going to be good for the town mm-hmm.
2: I think that's great
0: study how we're fouling our waters oh you're yeah. hearing voices of our guests
1: yeah we got guests <laughs> in the, in the house. house Bob Lee Bob Lee welcome home. back
2: thanks for having yeah, us Jonathan yeah.
1: Jonathan welcome
2: Yes, great to meet you, man. In
0: fact,
1: we started with John Coltrane.
0: Oh, this is the wrong paper. What a <laughs> fucking idiot. That's December 14th.
3: Oh well,
1: that's okay. a ways okay. off. There we go. <laughs> Past a few. There we go.
0: We started off with the uh, Crepuscula. I've, I've never got this word right. Some kind of chow you can get in France. And, no. Uh crepes? Crepuscula, though. Crepus, crepus. I think that's the short one. Yeah. <laughs> Crepe Probably something other WT2, John Coltrane, smoke, And then Hanging Around, My Porno Sponges. And Porno Sponges fe- features driving the hall. Yeah, that was Those my te-
2: teenage band. Cool
0: we're name. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. Your, your musical journey. Where, where did you
2: grow up? I grew up in Rhode Island, which well, is actually...
0: Tiny state. Prob- mm.
2: Yeah. Probably the close close as East Coast, equivalent to, like, Pedro. (laughs) You grew up on the water. Big Wayland town. uh, Which town? I grew up in Barrington, which was uh, between, like, Providence and Newport. Grew up on the bay. Okay. We had an old lobster boat when I was a kid. It was all leaky, but slow, but a lot of fun. Wow.
0: And that's lobsters with the big... Yeah. Yeah. Models. (laughs) Uh, What's your first musical memory?
2: You know, uh... Was there, I remember? had a I have a five year older uh, fi- a brother five years older. You met yeah. him Char- Charlie Sketch who was sure. in the Suplex Slam with me. So he and his friends just happened to be into all the coolest stuff when it came out. So um, I was a hip kid. So I think my first musical memories probably you know I feel lucky that I actually heard the Beatles on the radio when they were still together. So I think I heard like remember hearing Long and Winding Road on the radio so in like 1970 radio. probably. Your brother
0: was playing the radio.
2: Yeah. And then, uh, you know, I remember, uh, you know, he, we were in New England, so he was getting the Aerosmith records. Oh, Boston. And, uh. You know his
0: favorite band is Aerosmith? Glenn Branca. Really? That's what he told me.
2: <laughs> yeah. I don't know if they'd be my favorite band, but they were, you know, it was a good, you know. So your brother's getting records. He's yeah. Bringing yeah.
0: them home and playing this stuff.
2: Then him and his friends started reading Cream Magazine. Uh, yeah. And that opened up a whole world.
0: Sure,
2: sure. So, That's you know, we I had. had Early age, listening to the Stooges and the Dictators, and getting Did the remote. Did they
0: play anything in your family?
2: No, my father was just listeners. My father was like a you know, there's a generation gap. My father was like a couple generations. He was for, in his 40s when I was born, so he was in World War II. Yeah. was a bomber pilot. My pop. Our uh, musical sort of sharing was he was in he saw all the big bands. Okay. you, know, you saw oh, Glenn Miller. You saw the Dorsey brothers. Yeah. and I, would I played saxophone that. in the band in school. So we had a.
1: Also, oh, you, know, you started doing music.
2: Yeah, so we shared a love of like big band music, but he wasn't—he was not a rock and roll guy at all, you know. But
0: you're the first guy to do music in the family. Yeah, and then you you start in school.
2: Yeah, you know, I, Charlie started playing guitar. It's kind of funny, you know. You got these guitars. Actually, you got great guitars. You got like a Les Paul Black Beauty for his first guitar. Yeah, and an old uh, <laughs> Fender Twin Reverb. For first First guitar it Wow just Happens on the two Two of the greatest things ever And then I picked up the guitar And just In a matter of like Days really I learned how to play guitar uh-huh. I was like 13 you, have sh- you already been
0: playing In the school band?
2: I just I did it right around the same time So okay, It's
0: junior high?
2: Yeah junior high So So uh,
0: You picked the saxophone Because it's hard to play guitar In those days in the school
2: band <laughs> They didn't even have it in my yeah. school So Yeah So you
0: had to choose sax that's what i they made me uh try music and i chose sax but
2: so before the other dudes i ended up with the liquor stick sax is a good one to choose because it's it's a little easier to start when you're a kid you can actually make sounds that sound like music you know like clarinet's hard flute is like impossible when you're a kid it's really hard but sax is easier i think okay plus a little cooler a little more rock and roll that's why i chose it
0: were you in the band
2: yeah, I was in the band. I was that, in. The...
0: That marched at the football game. We had to do
2: all that march in the parades. Did you guys
0: dress up? We are guys dressed like pirates.
2: We dressed in the traditional thing with the uh, you know the overlay gold over blue uniform with white shoes and... Gold,
0: gold and blue. We're black yeah. and gold. In fact, that's our song, yeah. right? <laughs> in fact, I'm going to see right. They're going to have the New Year's parade in Chinatown. <laughs>
1: You Dana's going up there today Dana, or last few... Dan's band's great. I went to a Heroes in Education banquet last Dana, week. They were great, man. At but Christmas, too. Band, they were Ron, good. They were really but they've cool. They've been
0: in last few four.
1: Yeah, that guy really got them up good. They're cool. Okay,
0: so you're in the band. So those are your first gigs.
2: Yeah, playing guitar, playing saxophone. Uh, and actually... You, they, Probably, don't you play guitar in the school band? No, 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 no. But uh, I didn't gonna, even want to. You know, I didn't want to... And you don't the, have your own guitar. You're playing your brothers. Playing my brothers, but he had good ones. And then he bought a uh, 59 Les Paul TV model, which I later owned. Uh, but I started my first band within like a couple months of learning how to play. Yeah, so in Providence. I, yeah. I'm so not, I, not
0: Providence. Uh, in
2: Barrington. 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 But it was like 10 minutes from Providence. Okay. And I had a little Champ amp, so I'd walk over to my friend's house with uh, my brother's guitar and my Champ amp, and...
0: What was this
2: dude, drummer? Uh, I've got a drummer who was taking lessons. Well, it was back in the day where, remember, like, I don't know if you ever took guitar lessons or whatever. They always taught you the stuff you didn't want to know. Like, Mary had a little lamb. You know, you had to learn all these notes before you learned a chord. So he, he's taking drum lessons. He's learned all these rudiments, which is good if you're serious. But he just wanted to play a What's Rolling Stones song or yeah. something. So the night before our first rehearsal, I saw the... the um, uh, what was that band from Atlanta? The, uh, um, the B-52s. Oh, B-52s. And so I'm watching this drummer, because the drummer didn't know how to play a drum set yet. So I'm watching him play, and I'm like, oh, this doesn't look that hard. So the next day I kind of showed him how to play drums. I
0: watched the B-52s.
2: <laughs> yeah, and then we did our first songs, and basically his beat was just bash, 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 and just kind of kept time that way. So. And uh, in,
0: in, uh, bass...
2: We had a bass player who didn't know how to play bass, and he had this unbelievable amp. It was like this ancient 60s, like, powered speaker that had an amplifier in it. And you couldn't discern any notes out of it, but it was just this great bass rumble. So that was our bass. He didn't have to hit any right notes, because you couldn't discern any notes anyway. All so. history. Yeah. And what was his
0: band called? We never
2: had, an a, we we never had did, a name. We just did, like, covers, like, we did Dills, Cutting Class off. War...
0: Copy off record. Yeah. Uh, oh, so we're t- Drills, So, what is this like the early 80s?
2: This was like 79, 80. Yeah. That was like Late 70s? 13. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that record, uh, I think it was Hate the Rich. The other side was
2: You're, you're so, so. Yeah. You we're through. Yeah. Yeah, we had actually two different ones. <coughs> I don't know
0: why, but they used. Have you ever seen it? It's a great cover, like kind of explosions. But they,
3: the the deals is written two different ways. Isn't there like one on Bomp and one on Danger House, or not both, what or what rec- records? Yeah, uh, Chris, yeah. We, the guy we who had put the put out, uh, what do you
0: put out? Uh, gears. Just
2: yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, we had the Danger House, uh, Mr. Big, Class War that's, record. Yeah,
0: that's different. That, Which, in, in fact, very
2: it, inspiring.
0: Gazer did that.
2: Then years later, we got to play with uh, Chip Kinman when we were doing the Blue Mask shows yeah. at the. Thing, so it was great meeting him, you know. That
3: was a really good band, it was yeah. called PCH.
2: Yeah, right, right. Yeah, his I think wife yeah, that
3: was kids. the only time I ever saw them. I think I heard of them playing and one uh, of other show and skipped it, and then I never knew of them coming right. around. And Gary
2: Eaton was playing drums. I don't know if you remember Gary, he was in the uh, Ringling Sisters. <sighs> sure, sure. Great guitar player, but he was playing drums with them. Uh-huh.
3: So,
0: uh, this is what a high school band?
2: A junior high band, so. Yeah, well, it's
0: junior high.
2: Yeah, junior high. So this is
0: yeah, this is right after you start. Your your brother shows you some stuff. Okay, let's play some music. All
2: right.
4: I shut my eyes, and all the world drops dead. I lift my lids, and all is born again. I think I made you up inside my head. The stars go waltzing out in blue and red, and arbitrary blackness gallops in. I shut my eyes, and all the world drops dead. I dreamed that you bewitched me into bed, and sung me moonstruck, kissed me quite insane. I think I made you up inside my head. God topples from the sky, hell's fires fade, exits Seraphim and Satan's men. I shut my eyes and all the world drops dead. I fancied you'd return the way you said, but I grow old and forget your name. I think I made you up inside my head. I should have loved a thunderbird instead. At least when spring comes, they roar back again. I shut my eyes and all the world drops dead. I think I made you up inside my head.
0: our show, uh, we heard some live backbiting. I think exclusive, right, Bobly?
3: That's uh, correct. Today's a good day. That's a live recording from our show at uh, Safari Sam's that we did at a uh, Hollywood one benefit yeah. for uh, for Richie Haas.
0: I remember that gig.
3: We yeah. played. I played Funhouse with you that day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. With Joe Biza. Yeah. And the red and the black. That's right. tried to it was Barccio and over the drum set <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: you know uh, something hilarious happened that night, yeah you were playing your set, and you said everyone you know someone you know come up and and sing playing, yeah. and uh my wife went up to go up, and the, this guy who ran in front of her kicked the power cord out yeah, of your hands. And uh, I think you thought Maria did it but it was the no, guy around <laughs>
5: he's
2: running out there
0: and trying to get on you know on time, you know? Yeah, And he all power out,
2: yeah, out. But I'm looking at I'm like, is that that's Maria the magic up there? Magic about- <laughs>
3: You got to watch out for that. I almost mowed down Williamson jumping on stage at the Palladium Same with thing. you guys okay. a couple of years ago. I got a literally a punch in the stomach from one of the crew guys, and I took a step back and I see Williamson standing right there, and there's his pedals. Oh like yeah, you don't know how
0: I would have plowed him that. over if I had. You know, if ask he had everybody stop on stage me. and yeah. to get on stage to get beaten. Uh, <laughs> yeah, really. It wasn't really explained.
6: Get up here. Yeah.
0: So they get up there and then he wailed on it and was like, Jesus. <laughs> don't don't watch your step!
2: <laughs>
0: okay. Uh, Starry Eyes, Rocky Erickson. Remember when I first saw Backbiter? I, th- I thought.
2: Yeah, I think that was Rocky the first Erickson. thing he ever said to me, which was yes, a very good compliment. Voice. Yeah. Uh, DNA,
0: 32123. Two, two, Remember them? They mm-hmm. were in New York City. I think that drummer just started. <laughs> I actually saw him at the Hong Kong Cafe. Rick Wright.
3: Benton. I heard
0: he had a, a hole drilled in his head. So he Jeez. do that trepanation shit.
3: Jesus. Wow. Yeah. Well, That's hardcore.
0: Me, the last time you saw him, he walking with a, a cane. It had like a big knob thing on it. And all tight put a little plug in uh, it when you go out. Steampunk. <laughs> 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 then wake up lucid with Get Fucked. And the bee, Bees Love Me, Allegheny Whitefish Mr. Tom, Tobacco When's that Burger Fest? That's coming up, right? Oh, yeah. month or
3: two Yeah, I'm thinking of going That's going to
0: be there uh, Doom, Deerhoof. I got to play the last festival there at that pad What was it called? Indigo They were incredible And uh, Melody, Boris and Mad Girl's Love Song by Sylvia Plath It's Shomer show my reading Deborah's Peanut Butter, Petra. Petra Aiden, uh, she did soundtrack for a little movie called Dog Bowl. She did the whole acapella of the movie. Wow. Uh, awesome. Yeah, this girl's got a lot of trouble in her life, this young woman. She told me the plot. And I guess these dogs wear kind of vests to show that.
1: Oh, thing. yeah, the helper dogs. Well, she
0: starts wearing the vest and turns her whole life around. Uh, <laughs> and finally, MSP2 by Ruff Francis. I got to meet the, those cats up in Vermont. But back to the story of Jonathan Hall's music journey. So you're in a junior high school uh copy records songs off records band. Yeah. Doesn't have a name. No, I think So where where does it go from there?
2: From there, you know, it goes to similar type band in high school, but yeah. we all played better. Yeah. And uh, I remember Copy Copy what, Band well, by copy started, started Writing Songs. Oh really? That's and what you uh I remember uh first professional gig, I was 16, yes. we were hired to play a frat party at a, a college, uh, there's a lot of colleges around,
0: sure.
2: uh, what was it, uh, I, I can't remember the college, from yeah, they went to RISD and uh, actually, uh, well, I don't want to sidetrack, so we're uh, doing a sound check for this frat party and after the sound check, they politely asked us not to play, Yeah. <laughs> so that, that was my first right. gig.
0: Is that what you sound like? That happened to the Mint Man in uh, uh, Orange County when uh, Cuckoo's Nest got a new boss. Yeah. And we did the sound check. I think it was Joy or Black Sheep, one of them, you know, it wasn't even a minute. Okay. And that dude goes, is that what you sound like? Yeah. Yeah. He started laughing. And he goes, "Pack it up, boys!" I <laughs> don't. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "Fuck you!" He goes, and then the guy goes, looks at me. He says, "I thought you said you played the Roxy." I said, "We did. We owned Frax." He said, "Roxy, where? Fresno?"
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: he's like laughing. Pack it up. I said, georgie don't worry about it. We don't want to fucking play here
2: anyway." Yeah, he saved. <laughs> so probably he saved you some up. grief. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, them asking us not to play at a frat party yeah, probably did save right. us a lot of trouble. Yeah. Imagine a bunch of drunken frat guys Louis who Louis. did not like Louis, it. 24/7
0: Louis <laughs> Louis. Okay, so
2: uh,
0: from from yeah, getting refused at the frat party. <laughs> so you, you, know, you songs. know, What's the first song you wrote?
2: Well, let's see. The first song that really turned into a song was a uh, for Porno Sponges, which. You know that kind of morphed into the Porno Sponges and uh, it was called... Same Guys? Same Guys. Oh. And then uh, that was called uh, uh, ba- uh, Baby Face, which was about our uh, uh, guitar player we knew, Dave Oddy, yeah. who was later in the Porno Sponges. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Baby Face. And it, it's kind of funny. We played at our, you know, a school uh, talent show. Yeah. And we actually did original songs, but we yeah. started with, you know, that, that those New York Dolls bootlegs where they start with like the that that um that uh instrumental so we started with that in- instrumental into our own songs and i was thinking why that was great and the guy who won was lip syncing in a uh, he had a jumpsuit on and he was lip syncing to uh she blinded me by science he he won the talent show so uh <laughs> dolphy dolby. dolby yeah but guy li- it was just like they uh <laughs> <Dolby>. <laughs> was just like the step brothers <laughs>
0: No,
2: yeah. it's, just it's just like
0: plan. Step Brothers movie.
2: His, his brother wins okay. by lip syncing with his friends. Right, right. He actually did this like, great. Or okay, that anyway. Chips
0: one, right, where the girl band
2: wins.
0: <laughs> but uh, what's his name, whatever? He gets to do. Estrada? Drum, right, Estrada, right.
2: Yeah. <laughs> That's the best Coleman
3: episode. <laughs> oh,
2: the punk rock one?
3: In the Potato Head, right. We just had a debate Pain. this week over who is the best fake. Punk band made for television, and I think Pain was probably it. Okay, the Quincy but one CPL wasn't Sharky bad though. Oh, they had the Dickies. <laughs> yeah. Well, they had the Dickies. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, they had a real one.
3: Yeah, but um,
2: <laughs> we actually taped it with our little cassette. What player. about the,
0: the Quincy punk guy?
2: Yeah, there
3: was a, there was music on the Quincy Pain? episode. No, no, was Pain was, was him.
0: a lewds and stabbed dudes in the pit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Quincy with the, with the ice pick. We're at the end of the first hour. Uh, February 21, 2015, Fish and Watt Show with guest Jonathan Hall, Bob Lee. Hold tight for hour two. Smash <laughs> me up with razor blades. <laughs> I the human 2015, race. 2015, second hour of Waffa Petro Show.
7: Non, moi j'aime pas du tout. Ok non je trouve ça trop commercial. C'est trop commercial. Mais c'est nul quoi. C'est la, la pub du fric sur euh, le bout le, le physique. Puis, euh, les chansons sont nulles. C'est même pas eux qui font les trucs. Fin...
6: Wow, c'est vraiment nul. Wow, c'est des tapettes je sais pas. Mais... Je trouve ça des
7: tapettes. On expose les gens par leur corps. C'est vraiment nul. Je trouve que le texte est vraiment pas très bien fait. Je trouve ça un peu ridicule. Ça, je trouve ça la l'outable.
8: <rire> voilà. Oui, ben, si, ils font des belles chansons. Ce euh, qu'il si, y a, c'est qu'ils sont un peu trop pris pour euh, leur image.
7: <rire> non, j'aime pas, non. Je <rire> bosse plus sur je genre de musique. Non, je ne connais même pas. Non, je n'écoute pas. <rire> euh, je trouve ça assez stupide. Ils ne peuvent pas s'ouvrir, même pas leur leurs chaussures. On se demande même si ils chantent, ils sont là pour se faire les muscles, pour se faire des souvenirs, pour se faire des dédicaces, pour entendre les cris des gamins qui vont se the, the best invention la, 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 la. Moi je dis c'est
8: nul, <rire> parce que c'est nul, c'est tout, ils sont carrément mal. C'est trop commercial,
6: mais c'est nul. Ah, c'est
7: vraiment nul.
0: San Pedro show start off Hour 2 with These Days, Motorcycle Black Madonnas, and then No to Comet with Flower Song, Wendy Atkinson, What Came Before, after that was Wovette with Graveyard Wig, uh, Ghost Friends from Altering Lepers, Shadow of the Portugal Japan, Foxtrot from Bombon, that's San Pedro, yeah. Paloma, uh, Suicide Mission name of the band. Uh, Pogresno Zaname Bernays Propaganda uh, Music Part 2 Seb and the Radics, And then finally Need Your Lovin' Motorcycle Black Madonnas So that kind of book ended there Yeah Now we're still in As far as history goes We're still in the fucking uh,
2: <laughs> Porno
0: sponge era Yeah And then in the fact We're still back east coast So when you get on over here Because just Porno Sponges, They existed over here too
2: yeah, for, for, for a brief time. Uh, yeah, we started oh, yeah. doing, well, we were doing gigs on the East Coast and yeah. you know, 84, 85, 87, that, that, that kind of transition where, you know, the East Coast hardcore was really still had a foothold. Yeah. So, and, you know, we were more like DMZ or,
4: we were like a garage
2: punk band, you know, we were, you know, so we were, we didn't really fit in anywhere. You or know, or- uh, yeah. So we were always in those punk rock shows, which you know I was into punk rock, but I wasn't that into like the Boston kind of hardcore thing. Yeah. Although there were some standout bands like Proletariat were oh, really unique, that, I thought. And uh, Lou,
0: they had a helper man named Lou that helped us in the Hooskies ones. Gang Green, I remember. Yeah, when Gang we Green,
2: we would play with, and
0: yeah,
2: they were one song. Yeah, uh,
0: what's his name? Dowdy, Mr. Dowdy. Yeah. He
2: was
0: Kept yelling Budweiser, Budweiser won. Right. He was on the deck. So <laughs> you're, you're, uh, you're saying like the scene got a little too uh, monolithic.
2: It was a little weird. And then, uh, you know, we never we were always the square peg in the round hole. Sorry. Yeah. What's that?
0: Boston Band. Sorry. They oh. were a little different.
2: Yeah. You know King we, of Sons. I think, but we we ended up sort of finding our niche. Like, we put out that record, the Hanging Around record. Yeah. And I think up to that point, we were just like... You know, this is kind of, you know, it was nothing but Humble Pie up to that point. (laughs) Not the band, but just eating Humble Pie. (laughs) And then, uh, so we took a little time off. We did that record, you know, it was like 19. Uh, We put it out, and I'm just thinking it's going to be more of the same eating eating crap. And then suddenly, like, we kind of, like, aligned ourselves with this band Plan Nine, who were more of, like, a psychedelic punk band. Yeah. And then we ended up playing the Rat with, like, the Prime Movers and Kenny Highland. Remember Kenny Highland? Sure. And uh, then we put out our record, and we're playing with Plan 9. We're opening it up for them. You know, up to that point, we had our sort of core audience, about 10, 10 or 12 odd balls who would come to see us. Yeah. And suddenly, you know, the club's packed. I'm thinking, oh, it's packed for, for Plan 9. We get on stage, and the place just erupts the entire time. Like, they all had our record. It was... Uh, most incredible thing i'd ever experienced is suddenly a full room was there to see us had the record you know and we were the opening band. and uh, the owner of the club who always supported us he like you know comes up to you goes that's the most incredible thing i've ever seen Just so uh that was that was pretty that was actually even more humbling than the crap i took just knowing you know people were into it so i think that's what uh i think that moment is what kept me going in music basically just you know that was the validation All i actually right. could reach people with something you know they really dug it you know
0: so what about the go west young man?
2: so you know we had some interest out here from like uh you know what was it uh i remember getting some really encouraging notes from like uh what was named gary stewart from uh rhino who we weren't putting out new music but he was just like hey you know keep it up i really love what you're doing and um Sort of classic story coming out here, and then yeah, we decided to move out here. And actually, is so it
0: like Bob Lee, where you just you don't even know anybody? You just yeah,
2: no, here. exactly. You know, and, and really, it was it gets even stupider than that because I remember there was a Monkeys marathon on on MTV, yeah. And I was just thinking, we can live just like the monkeys did. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: they their landlord
3: didn't care if they, they put their we rent did, in you late. Out and, twice,
0: right? Bob, you went back to get the drums.
3: No, no, I stayed out here. I had the drums mailed out.
0: You had the drums man, out,
3: okay.
2: Yeah. okay. We had all our possessions in a van, records, everything. It's one mission, though. No, yeah. There
0: was no checkout.
2: There was no going mission. back.
0: Yeah,
2: okay. And so you're living like the monkeys. So you're living like the monkeys, and,
0: you know, then. uh, Here, let's play some music. That's a lot <laughs> so, from Pete Rochelle, uh, people. Um, we are going to hear music, but it's not records. It's Brother Matt in the spin cycle with. Jonathan Hall collaborating with him in real time. Cool. Take it away. Here we go.
1: Yeah. playing some blues there with the you know about that yeah, <laughs> my Matt had a show called Blue
0: Shift on KXIU it was a right. great show yeah
1: getting a little bluesy a lot of
0: uh, pioneer people that helped yeah, uh, rock and roll learn about music the blues guys Brother Matt even got to go to fucking Willie Dixon's pad. wow yeah, he yeah. opened up a drawer yeah. showed him yeah. all these tunes that never was even recorded
1: yeah hundreds <laughs>
0: ditches
1: cool and uh yeah, thank so you. what was thank your inspiration well as we started off with uh d boone and friends which That's uh that, yeah so so it was like a little casual jam to get things started because because bob lee is going to be doing a, a benefit with richard derrick who did that <laughs> album crane and crane and richard derrick and d boone jams so uh i figured we'd
3: slip well, in we that Boone's for that starters it's uh sunday april 12th will be uh cafe nila with uh, Backbiter's gonna play uh, along with uh, Fatso Jetson, third grade teacher. Uh, Peter Lewis from Moby Grape uh, and his daughter Arwen are coming down to so maybe, oh. maybe Petra to play. and Petra? We're, we're not sure about Petra, but uh, hoping to confirm. Petra, And um, oh, and there was, I think, one other one that I'm overlooking, but that's uh, so, it- the Beatles. <laughs> April no, 12th. April twelfth, Sunday, 12th. April twelfth. Hey Nella, that's Cypress
0: Park, people. Dave Travis's pad. Uh,
3: th- starting at three in the they afternoon. got
0: to put three in the afternoon. They got to put corners back on the stage, though. Hmm. I don't know who the fucking idea that was. <laughs> <laughs> For crippled you know, co-hosts cool
2: like me <laughs> you know? Why did you follow did you almost follow well, I put my drummers up front Yeah So
0: that kind of stage is told
2: Yeah you got oh. you, you, The yeah. stage comes out like so this And you God God. got the guy right there Oh he's off to the side Yeah Even when we're set up I'm as a trio I'm about
0: Pete Maisich With that fucking yeah. male organ <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: you
0: know, How'd you oh, From from D. Boone and Fran Jam
1: Yeah On the Spin cyclist? Yeah uh, then uh, had a technical difficulty and kind of just took it from there. Ended up getting bluesy with some Rick Holstrom. Rick
0: Holstrom. He's been playing with uh...
1: San Pedro Slip. Oh, oh, yeah. And yeah. with
0: San Pedro Slip. Yeah. But they got the trio that backs Mavis Staples.
1: Oh, right, right. That's yeah. how I saw him at the Santa Monica Pier playing with her.
0: Right. Yeah, that was an important gig. When I saw Hodges A couple of years ago In Australia He told me about that uh, That was really important Uh Oh
1: yeah yeah Rykooter's the one that
0: Got the hook up oh, She had a fusion band Oh
1: That's wow he told me <laughs> Yeah He said now nah, You've got to
0: play With some blues guys
1: Yeah yeah They're a great band for what it What about
0: your, your Your thoughts Jamming like that
2: Uh you know what I,
1: I I've always super been
2: into Like As a little kid I think like yeah. Chuck Berry Was definitely one of my Heroes Inspirations yeah. to play guitar and, Yeah So I, you know, me and my brother, we we're always into blues and, and early rock and roll, and I still totally into it. Yeah. And I think it hangs. You know, but my ideas of punk were always just it was more about freedom than anything else. Yeah. And all that stuff just hangs together so well. Like, You can hear Willie Dixon do and "She Shook Me," and then uh, you know uh, a Dill song. To me, they hang together. That's,
1: like it's that's all I like, mean the rhythm picks because they were yeah. like perfect in that oh, punk yeah. blues mode. Yeah. <laughs> Top Jimmy. He's
2: definitely, he was literally one of those guys that would but, give the John shirt off Dove, his back. We
0: were at the party and we were talking <laughs> right, to, uh, right. John Doe about Top Jimmy. He says, yeah, yeah, he wouldn't stop. Yeah,
1: We all stopped, but he wouldn't stop. <laughs> he didn't stop. <laughs> Man, he was toothless, big old birds, yeah. and overalls at the end. <laughs>
0: By, uh, it's the second hour of the Bob Fabibo show. February 21st, 2015, guest Bob Lee, Jonathan Hall, home tight for hour three. February 21st 2015 is the 3rd hour what the show The
9: The 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 cup, I'm going to love you. Feel it, feel it, feel it, feel it. Feel it, feel it, feel want? You to relax, got you got
5: y como en la teniendo
0: Pedro show, start off the third hour with, uh, looking at the wrong fucking list again. (laughs) Throw that one away, okay. (laughs) Energies reaction one, Damo Suzuki motor OSC. Damo Suzuki, uh, you know, he's had some, uh, colon cancer surgery and stuff and he came through and he's doing gigs again.
3: Oh, good. Dude
0: he's got a spirit man
3: no.
0: thank god yeah, man. cats like that to me are a huge inspiration uh, dangerous animal Basho after that escaped the chemical sleep of central zone Michael Summers with tunnel rat Sorav Mitra after that with the invisible curse and finally the freaks with big black chomp so porno sponges we gotta get to this <laughs> they come, they're living
2: like the monkeys. they were living like the monkeys, but, you know, half doesn't the...
0: doesn't last long.
2: No, you know, half the band went back to Rhode Island. How long? Uh, we were t- out here about a year and a half, so, and then, uh, well, uh, the drummer came back and we did a reunion show, which pretty much laid the ground for Backbiter, because I was already writing Backbiter songs, okay. and that's when we played with Firehose at, uh... Rogies, I don't know if you remember that uh, yeah. St. Patrick's Day, sure. and it was Zarkon's, DC three, porno sponges, and Firehose. not That pretty much, and Heath and I were playing. just got torn down because of the earthquake. Yeah, actually, it's totally like I could write a book on how to like not make it in the music industry. It's all yeah. we are big backbiters, big like showcase night because we had Rosemary Carroll as a yeah. lawyer and. We had all these labels coming to see us the night they condemned Raji's, and then... Oh, uh, red tag. Just didn't happen after that. Red tag.
0: They loomed really up another little bar.
2: They called the... Uh, they opened up like a <laughs> bar and just called it Raji's. Yeah, it was, was no gigs. No. Nah, Dobbs.
1: Was another Dobbs, place.
0: I don't know what
2: happened
0: no. to Dobbs. <laughs> I don't know what happened
2: to Dobbs. And Casey? You know, Casey was just uh, one of those forces of nature who... Did a lot of cool shows, but also was like a total con man and, yeah, yeah. and pretty much only ripped off his friends, which was a little repugnant. But uh, he did do a lot of great shows too, yeah, so you gotta, he did
0: okay. So, Backbiter starts after the porno sponges go home, right? Actually, Except it was interesting, you, yeah. And so, you meet some guys here, a fellow east coast guy, but from Lambertville, uh, New Jersey.
2: Yeah, actually, it was pretty interesting how we got together. Yeah. I was. Uh, you know, friends with the Angry Samoans. So I used to go up. I was their secret weapon. They'd go up and play when they yeah, needed actual right. like guitar leads. And uh, He Heath- funny
0: too because they had three guitar players.
2: But- yeah, this was out, this was when they sort of trimmed down. It was oh, just Mike okay. and uh, Greg, okay. uh, and uh, and Heath was in the band.
0: How, 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 how long have you
2: been, you been living here,
3: Bob? Bobby. Uh, I don't moved out here in '88. I moved out, yeah, eighty-seven. So, no, when you right.
2: met, met him. Oh, when I met him, it was like ninety. Yeah, with the King, 90, kings of oblivion. Yeah.
0: Kings of yeah, but he said he was Amy Samoans.
2: Yeah, well, I was in the well. That's how I met Bob. I was playing drums in the in the Kings of Oblivion with oh, Mike okay. Snyder. Yeah. Um, if I mentioned every band I was in, this interview would be like ten parts. <laughs> but uh, this was when Heath and I were playing in Texasist and we sort of resurrected the Porno Sponge's name, but it was just sort of while we were kind of getting it together to, like, get Backbiter together. So it was me and Heath doing Porno Sponges, and then Heath and I in uh, Texas with Texcala Jones. And we played that big desert show that Dave Travis put on, The Splattering of the Tribes. It was just, you know, they had these um, generator shows, and usually it would be a couple hundred people. This was just, like, the perfect storm. It was, like, 2,000 people there, including, unfortunately, a lot of unsavory gang characters who... And uh, so the police came in, it was just crazy. But uh, on the way out, I run into Bob, and I'm like, Hey, Bob, and he goes, Hey, that was a, I really like the Porno Sponges stuff. And I said, Hey, we should jam. And what, what it turned out to be is I booked a show as Backbiter before we had the band together. I went and practiced with Bob, showed him the songs. I practiced with Heath. Heath me, Heath, and Bob never practiced together, and we did the show, and yeah. it pretty much... Was exactly what we ended up sounding like, you know. It was just instant chemistry. So, you know, that first year I think we did more shows than we practiced. So, it was just getting out there and doing it, and just having a lot of fun, and just, you know, just finding. Driving ch- to Oregon. Then later, yeah, we, uh, Heath, uh, Bob was touring a lot with Clawhammer. You know, that was his main band. So yeah. we were always good about, you know, he had his commitments there. Um, Heath was started his television career, so he was writing for Nickelodeon, doing all that, and yeah. uh, Keenan and Kel shows. So I was always getting like Steve Reed would pop in on bass yeah. when we didn't have Heath. Different guys. Steve
0: Reed, old
2: buddy. Dude. You know, he was definitely you know didn't skip a beat when he jumped in because he's so good and Heath's yeah, so yeah, yeah. good. Uh, but a little harder replacing Bob. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> he's kind of a unique force of nature by himself. What about this organ? And so I brought in my friend who. Uh, Played organ. I thought, you know, if if the sort of rhythm section is a little unsure, I needed another kind of piece in there to kind of you even know, things out. Bondo. Yeah. So uh, you know, we kind of treated the organ like another guitar. You know, I was I think even when we mixed it, I was usually on one channel and yeah, yeah. it was the organ on the other, and uh, okay. you know, kind of took that deep purple vanilla fudge thing to like punk rock, I guess. Yeah,
0: and got rid of the unwanted empty space in the boat.
5: <laughs>
2: yeah. And I need another friend cuz these guys are out of town all the time.
3: <laughs> that was Jeff Mundell. Yeah, Jeff Mundell. And, uh, Jeff Mundell and
5: Aberdeen,
3: yeah. right? Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs>
8: Inside looking in, trying to remember what brought me here. But I've been trying to lose my sharp edge. It's not working. I just keep trying. And I've been trying to lose my sharp edge not working I just keep trying
0: show last music for the show Backfighter with blood and broken glass blues see we do the blues Ben Trine from if so so what New Mexico from Sopco Laswell Pridgin Saturday Night Cholo Carnage Asana speaking of uh, Steve Reed actually it's Dave Travis's yeah right it's his band
2: yeah I, I'd say you know St- uh, Dave and George probably the yeah. driving Just forces band, right, yeah. right
0: right Dave on the cello.
2: Yeah, electric cello <laughs> with electric a wah-wah. Cello.
0: Bazooka, <laughs> Scream Without a Beak. Some old bazooka, I like. And uh, The Writer's Dead from Swenson Klein. Okay. This uh, so is Backbiter. We played some music, Black Motorcycle Madonna. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is with your wife.
2: Yeah, we're just uh, putting out a, a vinyl and CD on Dionysus Records. Yeah. So it's kind of cool we're putting it out with there with Lee Joseph because he was one of the guys I first met out here. You know, kind of a kindred spirit. He into... was
0: doing gigs. There was that Pad Felis, It was a lo- lodge, right? The Big yeah, Foot. the Bigfoot. The Big
2: yeah. So uh, actually we've got a show coming up in April. It's going to be, uh, I don't know if you remember, The Unclaimed, the band he had with Shelly Gans sure, and, and Rich Coffee. Now Rich yeah. Coffee's putting together the Forgiven again. Wow! For just some, some shows, and so we're we're doing like a Dionysus night at the Redwood in, in April. So okay, yeah, I gotta go to
0: that. Um, am I thinking? There's no more Porno Sponge reunion.
2: Uh, I doubt
3: it. I doubt it. Yeah. Uh, if we play won. with Dave Audi every once in a while. Yeah, once in a
2: while Dave comes up and we'll do we're hanging
0: around. We're talking about. You could give advice on how not to make it. Yeah. But what if you, somebody asked you for other kind of advice? What would you tell them?
2: You know what? I actually, I, I don't really regret anything that I did because it, the part I mi- I left off of that is how not to make it, but also keep your integrity. That's your advice. You know, because, like, you know, part of it was, you know, one of the reasons we didn't get signed, you know, like, we kind of... Hit the ground running and we jumped over to like being courted by major labels almost immediately. It was a really weird thing, I, I think, Bob. Like, mm-hmm. suddenly, you know, being taken out to dinner by, you got taken out to dinner by, uh, what, uh, Mercury Records or something.
3: In you know, Columbia. The, the time seemed to be with you. At it the, was weird, at but, time.
2: I, Bob was signed with Clawhammer. I felt I had the perfect band, Bob and he. And, you know, it became obvious that we, it was going to be very hard for us to get signed if Bob was already signed. And that label, who were originally going to sign us, were having problems with, like, bands that were sharing members, like Drive Like Jehu and Rocket From The Crypts. So, you know, I made the decision to stick with Bob for pure music reasons and for pure friend reasons. And So that's your advice? You know, I, I think if you want to keep your, uh, you know, if you if you want to look back at your life yeah. when you're 40 and think you, you know, you did all the right things, you know, I, I would do that. You know, and okay. there was another time I where. I think that's
0: good advice, Jonathan. I want to thank you so much. Coming all the way down from Hollywood to Pedro here. Yeah, they said. Bob Lee coming here. from Burbank, Val.
3: Cheers. We didn't get to talk about the freaks much, but that's okay. another thing that Jonathan and I have been doing. We've got a show coming up March seventh at El with the, the Sasquatch. Yeah, we're trying to have Ruben come over pretty right. soon we'll too. We'll have Ruben, and we'll get into freaky,
0: freaky deaky, freaky deaky. <laughs> freaky deaky that and, yeah. and we
3: may have some new information to share by then too, because we're working on uh, new stuff. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Brother Matt, thank
0: you so much uh, for your always essential in and bed, Certainly, certainly. Yeah. Uh, it's been the February twenty fifth, twenty first, two thousand fifteen edition of the Watford Show. Again, thank you both for coming down. You incredible musicians and a uh, big inspiration to me.
2: Cheers. Thank you for having us.
1: Hey, cool.
0: And uh, you yeah, played I a big role, role in our. One. Cheers. You played
2: a big role in our history, so we appreciate it.
0: Keep your powder dry.